Erede bashuta talakaria, erede bushata halikaria. Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can we appreciate God one more time? We can do better than that. Let's appreciate him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we be seated in God's presence? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are going to continue in the series more. Moving over the regular experience. Praise the Lord. So that's the series. Our, uh, our papa started that series last week. So we are continuing in the series today. Praise the Lord. Uh, so what's happening? I mean, there's so much. I've been seeing a lot of uh, stuff. What's happening? Um, today is uh, February what? February 13th. <laughs> okay, tomorrow is uh, February so what's happening on February fourteenth? <laughs> okay, you know I even I think there was there is a public holiday tomorrow. Uh, is there no public holiday? I thought Buari said that uh, there's so much love in the air <laughs> that people should not go to work. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, love is a beautiful thing. Love is what? It's a beautiful thing. And uh, human beings, naturally, we love love. Human beings, they do what? We love love. I mean, <laughs> if you have ever watched movies, you will see that no matter how, they always manage to put love and romance inside of it. Praise the Lord. You know, there was one f- film I watched. They called King Kong. How many of you have watched King Kong? <laughs> That's a gorilla. <laughs> Even in the movie. <laughs> There is still a love. A gorilla, the man, he fell in love with a lady. So if they wanted to put him under control, they would bring the woman and the gorilla will calm down. Praise the Lord. That was a movie I watched last year. It's a zombie. You know this zombie apocalypse when the world is coming to an end and everybody is turning to zombie. Even in the zombie film, the zombie and zombie, they are still falling in love. <laughs> So you see that uh, love is so, you know, it's human, it's, our, it's part of us. Praise the Lord. Now, we're talking about how to have, how to move over the regular experience. True love. True words, true love. How to get more out of life, true love. And it's important for us to know why love is so important in getting more out of life. It's very key for us to have that understanding. So I'm going to just take us, just do a small background that will give us a better understanding why love is so important, why Valentine is so important, why every, if you look at status, everybody is talking about love. Why, why, why do we respond so much to Valentine? Why don't we just ignore it? I mean, why is, some ladies now, they are having kind of, uh, some kind of anxiety concerning tomorrow that nobody will show them love, nobody will, you know, kind of. So why is it that important? Why is it that it's a very important part of human nature for them to be loved? I'm going to just give us some scriptures. Um, I'm going to start with 1 John 4, 8. I just want to set this background, then we'll now move in. 1 John 4, 8. 1 John 4, 8, he said, He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is what? For God is love. So that's the first thing. 
God is what? God is love. If he that loveth not does not what? Does not know God. They will not move into, they say God is love. So let's go back to Genesis. Genesis 1.27. Genesis 1.27. It says, so God created man in what? In his what? In his image. In the image of God created he him. Enough where God I had to explain further that male and female created he them. But the key in this scripture is that God made man in whose image? And the Bible said that God is what? God is love. So when God made man, man is what is made in the image of love. Praise the Lord. So that means that the DNA of a man, the way a man should walk, it has to do with love. Because the maker of man is love. And the maker also made man to be like him. And the maker is love. So man too is what? Is love. Praise the Lord. So I can decide not to call you your name and call you love. I'll be right to call you love. Praise the Lord. Because that is who you are. So I can change your name from Desmond to love. I can change your name from Neka to love. From Fumi to love. Instead of Pastor Jethro, I can be saying Pastor Love. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because man was made in the image of love. Praise the Lord. Now, Acts 17, 28. Very powerful scripture. Acts 17, 28. It said, for in him, they are talking about God now. And we have established that God is love. So they said, for in God we live. So that means that we are, we, we are meant to live in what? In love. They said, in God we live, in God we move. And in God we have our being. So that means you are meant to live in love. You are meant to move in love. And you are meant to succeed in love. Praise the Lord. So that means if, you, if they talk about an habitat, an atmosphere, or an environment that mankind, human beings, are meant to live, are meant to strive, are meant to succeed, are meant to maximize themselves, are meant to be the best of themselves, it is an habitat of what? Of love. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That means that you can only be your best. You can only achieve optimally everything that God has destined you to be in an environment of love, in an habitat of love. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine a fish trying to survive on the land? How will it look like? It will be almost impossible. No matter the amount of prayer you prayed for the fish, it won't be able to survive. Now, we call the lion, we call him the king of the jungle. But can you put a lion inside an ocean? And will he be able to survive? Will he be a king in the ocean? He will not be because that is not his habitat. That is not the environment he's meant to live. So also human beings, your environment, the place you are meant to live and be your best is an environment of love. Praise the Lord. Because you are made to be love. You are made to be like love. You are created in the image of God. Praise the Lord. So this is very important. And even God himself, God realized that. And in his dealings with human beings, 
he tried, the first thing he tried, it didn't work. Praise the Lord. Now, Genesis 3, 21. When Adam and Eve, when they committed the sin and God needed to send them out, it wasn't as if God really punished them. It was just the consequences of sin. The Bible says that uh, the wages of sin is what? Is death. So it's a law. It doesn't have to do with God. It's law. And for this kind of universe to operate the way it is, there must be law and there must be order. So the wages of sin is death. So for the action that they committed, there is a repercussion. And that is, you know, they have to leave, they have to leave the Garden of Eden and all that. But God did something very unique. He said, unto Adam and also and to his wife, that the Lord, God made coats of skin and God clothed them. Praise the Lord. I want you to say that word, God clothed them. God clothed them. That God covered their shame. God covered their nakedness. Praise the Lord. And that is an act of love. Praise the Lord. God could have exposed them and allowed them to live just the way they are with figs. Just imagine how long will it take a fig, fig of leaves to, to survive. Maybe within a day it will get withered and, it will, and they will be back to their nakedness. But God had to clothe them. That is an act of love. In the dealings of God and man, God has to use love. That's why the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Praise the Lord. Before then, God was using judgment because the manifestation of Jesus Christ hasn't come yet. God used judgment. A lot of judgment from the time of Adam to Moses. Even from that Moses' time, that's even the worst. Judgment. If you sin like this, the heart will open up and it will swallow everybody. Praise the Lord. If the children of Israel, if they sin, God will kill them. He will send them to foreign lands. They will capture them. They will molest them. They will do all manner of evil. God will call them back. They will still go back to sin. What will happen? God will send them on exile again. It was back and forth, back and forth. Praise the Lord. Then God decided to do what? To move on to the final phase. To show his love to humankind. Praise the Lord. And when God now showed us his love, I mean, this service we are having this morning, on a Sunday morning, can you imagine how many Christians are gathered all over the world? Why? Because he gave his only begotten son. Praise the Lord. So even God, for God to get human beings, he has to do what? He has to give his best. Praise the Lord. And that is what we are called to do. If you want to be your best, if you want to maximize life, you want to get more out of life, you don't have any choice but to do what? But to live in love. No other choice. There's no other way. There's so much that you can do. There's so much that God has invested in you. But all those things will not come out, will not be manifested without what? Without love. Praise the Lord. So it's very important for us to walk in love. It's very important for us to exhibit love so that we can maximize, maximize life and we can get the best out of life. Praise the Lord. Some of you, the, the, the challenge you are facing, it is not that you have not been praying. It's not that you don't pray in tongues enough. It's not that you, don't, uh, you, don't, you are not in church regularly. No. It's probably because you are not walking in love. Praise the Lord. You are not working. So you are walking anti-covenant, anti what you are meant to be. Praise the Lord. So you are working against yourself when you are not working in love. 
And I believe that God will help us in the name of Jesus. The grace to live in love, the grace to walk in love, it will be released over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I have a very difficult childhood. When I was growing up, I've shared the story, you know, maybe once or twice. There. I had a difficult childhood. I don't know what happened. I don't even know how, how it happened and how I got to that point. Praise the Lord. But when I was growing up, I mean, it wasn't, um, we were three boys then. I'm the second born, the first born. I'm the second born, then we have the third born. My the brother, he was doing very well in school. The third one, he was doing excellently well, but I was the hot one out. As at my GSS one, I couldn't read. I don't know how to read. I can't uh, do it. If there's any problem or any trouble in my place, in my street, everybody knows that it is me. Praise the Lord. So I was regularly being beaten. You know, it, I was, it's, I know, and you know when you live with uncle and aunties, you know, beating becomes a regular thing. So I was used to what? To being beaten. I was very difficult. To the extent that my parents were doubting that whether they are the one that gave back to me. I'm sure then they were considering that they should go to the hospital and ask the doctor very well. Maybe there was an exchange that was done and the doctors were not aware. So it was a very difficult thing for them. You know, I mean, there was even a point that uh, I got results. They gave me my results and I was shedding tears that uh, maybe in the results, because even in class, I'll be looking at other people writing, I was copying and all that. So, when they gave me my results, I couldn't go home because I was afraid that, ah, that this result, so under remarks that they wrote that Shupo is very playful and he knows how to copy very well. He has repeated. So, so I, was, I was crying. I didn't even know. <laughs> So somebody now asked me, what's happening? Why are you crying? I said, this is a very bad result that, I mean, I can't even go home with all the problems I'm having at home. I will lie. Because I could, and the person now laughed. The person now read. The person now, no, that's not what was written. What was written is that Shukwa is a very good boy. Please keep it up. You know, <laughs> because I couldn't read. I mean, it was a very, sometimes I wonder, now. that's why when my wife is challenging my boys and trying to, I say, leave those boys, oh. I mean, <laughs> don't leave them. <laughs> This thing is God. It's God that makes this work. It's not, uh, it's not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, so they were so frustrated, and they, they took me to Kaduna to go and stay with my auntie. You know, they were just tired. So they asked, okay, let me just go, go and do houseboy. Maybe when you do houseboy there, you get some sense. But that was what really happened. I went to do houseboy. You understand? But you see, when I got to Cardinal, my auntie, she was the first human being that spoke to me like a person. She was the first person that spoke to me like a human being. The first day, she took me out in her car, took me out to a very secluded place, only me and her. And she was talking to me as like this boy, you are an important person. She was the only person that saw the good in me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that thing, that thing transformed my life. The boy that could not read, when I got to a place, they put me in a missionary school from my GSS2. I was among the first three. Within, no, just, 
I was among the first. By the time I finished from that school, I had the best YAC results in the school. The best YAC results. At that time, if there, you know, we used to do jet competition. I go to jet competitions for my school. They will see me on TV. She will call her kids. See, see your uncle is on TV. Praise the Lord. From being a nobody that could not read to a somebody that mattered. And what made the difference? It was because somebody saw me. All others were blind to me. They didn't see me. But somebody saw me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, and that is what we want to talk about. The power of love. You can use love to transform lives. Praise the Lord. God did it. God did it. God gave Jesus. And life was transformed. What are you going to do to transform a life? What are you going to do to change the destiny of people? It's love. It's love. You have tried judgment enough. You have shouted. You have judged people. You have molested people. You have done all that. It didn't work. Can you try some loving? Praise the Lord. Can you do what? Can you try some loving? Praise the Lord. I remember when I came here. You know, the first day I came to David Christian Center, you know, PK just shouted, I can never be sick. It was strange. How can you shout that you can never be sick? I mean, where I was coming from, they don't shout like that. Even though you believe it, you just keep it within yourself. You cannot shout demons that have been forgetting about you. You now want to come and attract all the demons. So you don't shout it. You just keep it in yourself. But she was vehement. I can never be sick. So me too, I joined you. Uh, the confession and declaration. Any little thing, I can never be. I used to be very sick, golden cross. I have a small space there. <laughs> so me too, I would say this thing, I, I can never be sick. I, so after like two, three months, the sickness came. I, I said, this sickness, all this, I can never be sick. Well, you're not hearing it. <laughs> I said, no, it's not by that shouting. No. <laughs> you understand? And so I was feeling very ashamed. And uh, PK and Pastor Peter, they, they came to visit me in the hospital. And the funniest thing is I was feeling very ashamed that they will be saying this man, so all your confession are fake. <laughs> you don't no, no be you there for <laughs> But they didn't say anything. They just laughed with me, just greeted me, you know, just pray with me. And they never referred, they never made me feel guilty or feel bad that I'm not spiritual. <laughs> that maybe I need to reborn again. Nobody made me feel like that. And after then, I went into the study of divine words divine health. And ever since then, sickness is not my problem. If you see sickness, ask sickness. He knows. I can never be sick. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So that is the power of love. Love will change lives. It will transform destiny. Praise the Lord. Now, I just want to say, am I the only one sweating here? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I cannot off my suit like Pastor Jethro. Praise the Lord. Because this suit it has some anointing on it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No, so now we talk about what is love. You know, I'll just, just quickly talk about briefly. I'll move ahead. Love is, is not just a now. Love is not just a now. Love is not that I fall in love. You understand? You know, when you fall in love, it's a thing. That means you fall into something. And that something you fall into is like a noun. So love is not just a noun. You cannot just talk about falling in love. When you treat love as something you fall into, 
then you will not really get the best of what love means. Love is not just something you fall into. Love is something that you do on a day-to-day basis. It's not enough that you fall in love. It's more important that you walk in love. It's more important that you live in love. So love is more of a doing word. Love is a verb. Love is an action word. Love is what you do. Love is not just your feeling. It is more than your feeling. So when we want to define love, we don't define love from the aspect of just feeling. Because when you define it from the aspect of feeling, it limits the power of love. Praise the Lord. So when we define love, we let you to understand that love is a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a decision. It's a decision that you have made concerning something. It has nothing to do the way you feel. Whether you feel like it or you don't feel like it, you have made a decision to do or to love. So love is a commitment. Love is sacrificial. Praise the Lord. Love is something that is unconditional. So when you love someone, it's not because of what they give to you. It is a decision that you have made. It is who you are. It has nothing to do with the person. So it's not based on whether the person treats you well or they don't. It is about me. Me, I am a loving person. Even when, even when you are unlovable, even when you treat me bad, I will still choose to, what? to love you. Praise the Lord. And that is what love is. Love is commitment. Love is sacrificial. Love is unconditional. Praise the Lord. And love is everlasting. Praise the Lord. So I'm just going to pick four things, four aspects of love that I will talk about. There are so many of them, but I will pick one. The first one I will talk about, I will talk about patience. Praise the Lord. Love is what? Is patience. First Corinthians 13, verse 4. Love is what? Love is patient. Love is patient. Praise the Lord. And when we are talking about love is patient, we are asking you to know, to give people room. Give people room. Understand people more. Everybody, uh, when you see people and they misbehave towards you, most of the times it's not about you. It's not really you they are reacting to. It is what we call transferred aggression. I mean, if you work in an office and you have a woman boss or even a male guy that is there and she comes in and we're just shouting and you say, good morning. What is good about the money? That is how you people will be coming late. You'll be doing anyhow. Instead of you to fix your job, you just say good morning. And she's recounting everything. You understand? You can decide to take offense. But when you understand the fact that it is not about you, whatever she's feeling, it might be something happened on the way or it happened at home and she's still in that mood. It has nothing to do with you. So you should not take things personal. Praise the Lord. So tell your neighbor, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Even if they don't greet you, if some, somebody might, just make an excuse why the person did not greet you. If people are rude to you, don't try to now be, let it, you two, you now want to show that you, okay, you think it's only you that can be rude. Me too, I will show you. Praise the Lord. So when you see a Christian saying that, forget, forget about this born again thing. If I want to show you my true color, you will run. You know, that's not we Christians. There's nothing like that. Praise the Lord. Love is who you are irrespective of the way the other person behaves. So you must learn to be patient with people. You must give room for people. People will make mistakes. You must understand the fact that 
people are not perfect. That they are working what? In progress. Praise the Lord. Give room for people. Give allowance for people. They will make mistakes. Be patient with them. And at the end of the day, they will develop. They will grow. You understand? Everybody has different background. You understand? Some people, uh, you might look at them and wonder, and you might not understand why they are acting the way they do. But if you know their story, maybe it will help you to be able to have a better understanding of why they act the way they do. Because people have different background. You know, they might have gone through bad experiences. They might have gone through different things that is making them to behave the way they are behaving. It's making them to be very aggressive, to be unforgiving, to be full of malice and strife. So that is not your own business. Don't now allow them to transfer their behavior to you. You have the right to choose the way you react. Praise the Lord. Have you ever faced people that have bad customer service? They are everywhere. You can choose to also be very, very rude to them, very rude to the person. Or you can choose to repay their rudeness with what? With patience and kindness. It's a choice. You you have the right to make the choice. And you cannot control the way they act. But you can control the way you react. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, we talk about kindness. Kindness is also very important. As Christians, we need to be kind. We need to be what? We need to be kind. We need to be kind. Praise the Lord. We need to be very kind to people. Um, in your kindness, please don't be selective in kindness. Be kind to people normally. You see, the way I can know who you are, it is not when you are kind to someone that is a celebrity. I mean, everybody will be kind to a celebrity. It's not how excited you are when you see a celebrity or when you see someone that can help you. No. It is the way you are kind to ordinary people. Whether they can be of help to you or they cannot be of help to you. It doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with who they are. It has much more to do with who you are. That is who I am. Praise the Lord. So you are not waiting to see a guy that you want to get married to before you are now showing you are respectful, you are kind, you are looking gentle. And inside you, you know that you are a demon. You are not that. If the girl is not... <laughs> you but that time... So, whether if you like, do all the pretense. That... The, let me not say that demon. That thing shall inside you. It will soon show. It will show. It will show. Maybe it's the, it's the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law will just make one remark. That thing inside of you, you've been trying to cover. Before you know, you will just, you will just blow. Eh? Praise the Lord. So what is important is that make it a habit. Not because of what you want to gain. Let it be, this is who I am. I am love. He said, God is love. I am made in the image of God. That means I am also what? I am also love. This is who I am. This is my identity. And this is how I function. I function as a loving being. I am a loving person. Praise the Lord. I show kindness. I am honest. I am dependable. I can be counted on. I can be trusted. I am not blind to people. I see people. I don't see people as objects to be used. I don't see people as trees. I see people as human beings. Praise the Lord. 
I mean, when you see people as human beings, then there's what we call human decency. There's what we call human behavior. There's something just as a human being, there's a way you are meant to behave to another human being. It has nothing to do whether they are going to give you something or they are whatever. It is more about who you are and your understanding about human beings. Praise the Lord. So I want to appeal to you, choose to be kind. We look at the story of David. You know, um, Pastor Jethro quoted that scripture. I'll just quickly, he talk about Second Samuel 9.1. I mean, you know, David could have, um, I mean, if you know what happened between David and Saul, I mean, it, they will have been sworn enemies and he will have nothing to do with whatever is related to Saul. This was a young guy that came to your house and came to your palace. He was, I mean, singing to you. He was helping you in different things. And you threw a javelin and you wanted to kill him. And you made him to be an outcast, an outlaw. You started pursuing him all around. He has to leave his family and he has to go and stay in a cave, the cave of Hadulam. He became an outcast looking for food, fighting wars that has no business getting himself involved in. At a point, he had to behave like a madman so that the Philistines will not kill him just because of the jealousy of Saul. Some people will hate you for no reason. Some people will envy you for no reason. Some people, they are checking your status not because they love you. They are following you. They want to see when there will be a bad news that you will share. They are more interested in your bad news than your good news. Praise the Lord. But you are not concerned about them because love never fails. When you show love, you will always win. You will always triumph. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's what happened to David. David called them. He said, he, he, said, um, he, said, he wants to show kindness to the family of Saul and Jonathan. I want to show kindness. If he had said, I want to show kindness to the family of Jonathan, it would be well understood. But he said, I want to show kindness to the family of what? Of Saul. This person that despised me, I want to show him kindness. Praise the Lord. Can you just imagine that? He said, and David said, is there yet any that is left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Praise the Lord. Now, there's also second Psalm. 1 and 23. 2 Samuel 1 and 23. After they, were, they, they, they died, he should have been celebrating and be rejoicing that finally this person that wanted to kill me, he has finally died. Do you believe that David composed a psalm in honor of Saul and Jonathan? Can you do that for your enemy? <laughs> Can you compose a song, a hit? A hit for your enemy to praise them? <laughs> And that's why God loved this guy. God loved David. David had a heart. It's not about his action. It's more about his heart. His heart is, read the story of David. He had a perfect heart. And this is David Christian Center. Praise the Lord. So we have a perfect heart. That's why things always works in our favor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He says, Saul and Jonathan were lovely and what? And pleasant. You know, if he had said Jonathan is pleasant, he said Saul and what? Jonathan were what? Were lovely and pleasant in their lives. In their death, they were not. They said they were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than what? That he composed a hit for them. Praise the Lord. Even his enemies. Can you do that for your enemies? Can you be kind to them? Even the people that hate you. 
Can you be kind? Can you make it a habit of just showing kindness? Praise the Lord. There's a story I will just quickly just talk about. Matthew 1.19. Matthew 1.19. As I begin to round up, let me just talk about Matthew 1.19. Then Joseph, then Joseph, for her husband, being a just man, are not willing to make a public example, was minded. Can you give me a more contemporary version? So let me just give you a background of the story. Some of you are not aware of this story. There was a young girl and a young girl. You know Valentine now? You know, they were betrothed, Joseph and Mary. They were singing love song. You know, like Valentine tomorrow, Joseph will have been planning the kind of flower, the kind of poems, the gifts that I will give to what? To Mary. I'm sure even in his dream, he will be dreaming about Mary. He was in love with her. You understand? He will be talking about her boldly and proudly to all his friends. That I have a damsel. She's a sweet girl. She's lovely. She's beautiful. You know? Telling everybody about Mary. Then all of a sudden, Mary said, David. I mean, Mary said, Joseph, I have something to tell you. <laughs> he said, Joseph, say, what's up? He said, no, no, no. I just have something. Something important that I have to tell you. <laughs> and uh, this loving, loving stuff. Mary went to Joseph, and Mary told Joseph that I'm pregnant. You know, so the first reaction that Joseph will laugh and say, I know now, we never do him now. So, I can, that means you are playing what? You are playing away game and all that, you know? And in that environment, if, you, if that kind of thing happened, what will happen? The girl will die, they will stone her to death. That is it. Praise the Lord. But what did Joseph did? Joseph covered Mary. Can you do that? Joseph did what? He covered Mary. He covered her. Despite that, no, he didn't know the end story. The angel has not appeared to him then. Nothing has happened. But he decided to do what? To cover her. Can you do that? Instead of paying people and being, giving them what they deserve, can you choose to show them mercy? Can you do that? Even though somebody deserves to be punished, somebody deserves, they've made a very terrible mistake. They deserve to be punished, and you are supposed to show them their true color, show them what they deserve. But instead of that, you chose the highway of love. You chose the other side of mercy. As a Christian, are there people in your life, they've wronged you. They've wronged you. I'm telling you, they've wronged you. Can you decide to forgive them? Can you decide to let it go? Praise the Lord. Can you forgive? Can you forgive? Can you forgive? Can you forgive? I, I, I did this topic with my elders about some couple of months ago, and the reaction I got was overwhelming. So many people have wronged them. People have, have, have forgotten about them after they have invested so much in them. You there was a, a woman that was saying, no, I can't let it go. I can't. The heart is too much. Praise the Lord. But you are letting it go, not because of them, but because of you. When you let it go, then you can now go up. But if you refuse to let it go, that stuff will become a baggage and it will drag you down. Praise the Lord. Can you let go of the hurt? Can you let go of the disappointment? Can you let go of the rejection? Can you forgive your mom? Can you forgive your dad? Can you forgive that your uncle? Can you forgive that boy that, that, that just broke your heart into 1,000 pieces? Can you forgive him? Can you just release him? Can you forgive your husband? Can you forgive your wife? Is there someone that you need to forgive today? I want to tell you 
that it is more for your sake than for that person. Praise the Lord. There was a story of a woman that Kenneth Hagin was doing a crusade. And you know Kenneth Hagin, there is always a spirit of healing that comes upon him. And he was healing everybody. The lady was in a wheelchair. And when he got to the lady, God told him, don't pray for this woman. And he moved. He went to the And then he came back to her. And God asked him to minister forgiveness to the lady. And he began to tell her that, look, there's someone you need to release. This your cripple. There are your legs that is crippled. It's not that it's a spiritual thing. It's because of what? It's because of unforgiveness. And as he began to minister to the woman, the woman began to shed tears that, no, 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 I won't, I won't. She was shedding tears. They had to get her to the point where she was able to, work, to release the person. And the moment she does that, she received her what? She received her healing and she stood up. Praise the Lord. There is a healing that you need. It might not be physical. It might be just you've been on, under siege. You have been stagnant. You, have not been, you, are not, you are not moving forward. You know, you are working hard. It's not as if you are not working hard. You are working hard. But your heart is just, is full of malice, full of bitterness. It's full of envy. It's full of hatred. It's full of unforgiveness. You come to church, you can roll on the floor. When they're talking about the love of Jesus, tears will be coming from your eyes. You'll be crying and shedding how much you love Jesus. How much, how much you cry, you do all kind of stuff. And the heavens will be looking at you that see this woman. Your problem is not in heaven. Your, the solution to your problem is not in heaven. <laughs> the solution to your problem is within you. It's with you. Praise the Lord. You need to release that person. You need to let them go. I don't know who they are. Please let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them what? Let them go. Can you release them? Can you, whoever has hurt you, can you release them? Whoever has pained you, can you release them? You understand? Some people have pained you so much that when you see their name, something will just come up inside of you. I mean, you, you can't even... I don't know what they have done. You have the right to, to be angry. But then, will it help you to move forward? It won't help you. Praise the Lord. And Jesus said, offense will surely what? Will surely come. In this world, the people will offend you. People will what? Will offend you. They will, it's normal for people. It's not about you. Don't take it personally. It's not because you are a bad person. Because sometimes gone, you cannot internalize the offenses and make it to be that maybe it is you. The problem is not necessarily you. His problem is that that is just the way they are. They, if they go into another relationship, they will still be untrustworthy. They will still be what? They will still be disloyal. So it's not, it's not you. It is them. So just release them. Let them carry their wallet. Go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you going to release that person this morning? Are you going to forgive? Will you make it a practice of advanced forgiveness? Even before they hurt you, you have already released them. And God will give you that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. I see God giving you that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. It all starts with God giving us love. God is the first person that loved us. Before we even start to love him, he loved you. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to give someone an opportunity. This, um, I want to talk about the love of God. Now, this love that we've been talking about, that you should love people, you will not be able to love 
if you do not have a revelation of God's love. Praise the Lord. It is the revelation of his love that you have that will help you to be able to love. You must receive the love of God first. Then you will not be a channel to what? To show that love to people. If you are here and you are not born again, then the capacity to love, you don't have it because you are not the child of the Most High. Praise the Lord. One of the first things that happens when you became born again, the Bible said the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart. God will release a, 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 a dose of his love into your heart so that you can also be able to love other people. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You are part of that world. You are part of the reason why Jesus died. It is for you that Jesus died. So I want all ears closed and all, all, all eyes closed and all ears. But I want to give someone an opportunity in this house. Someone an opportunity to accept the love of God. Accept the love of Jesus so that you can have that love and you can be able to show that love to people. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to accept the love of God. Can you just lift your hand? Let me see your hand. Just lift your hand. I want to accept the love of Jesus. I want to accept the love of Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to him. I want my heart to be filled with the love of God so that I can also be a loving person. Can you just wave your hand? Wave your hand. Anybody, wave your hand. Don't be ashamed. This is the right, this is the, this, we are in a season of love. So this is the right time for you to accept the love of God. This is the perfect time. Accept the love of God. Anybody in the house, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, just give them, as you are lifting your hand, can you just stand up? I want you to help them to come to the front. Whoever is lifting their hand, just help them come to the front. Let them come to the front. There's nothing to be ashamed about. This is the best decision <laughs> that you are making. The best decision. We made this decision many, many years ago, and we have never regretted it. We have never regretted it. Praise the Lord. We have never regretted it. We have never we have never regretted it. We have never regretted it. If not for the love of Christ, I won't be here. Maybe, probably I'll be dead by now. That's something I'm sure. I'll be dead by now. If not for the love of God. If not that I'm born again. Praise the Lord. Can we keep clapping for them? Can we keep clapping for them? Let's keep clapping. This is the best decision. The best decision. You are making the right decision. Hallelujah. You are making the right decision. Hallelujah. Let's keep clapping for them. Let's keep clapping for them. Let's keep clapping for them. Father, we give you worship. We give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Can you please come closer to the front? Just put your hand on your chest and repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Wash me by your precious blood. Give me the grace to serve you all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can we appreciate God for them? Please see my sister there. Follow her. Just a few minutes. She will attend to you. Let's keep clapping. Let's keep clapping. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. So, um, now I just want to, there's something, a challenge that uh, we started, actually Pastor Jet, we started the challenge. So, it's very important. We are going to, I want us to trend it and I want us to, 
holiday. Shall make it. Uh, left people, let, let's do it. Praise the Lord. So the challenge is this. We call it what? Random acts of kindness. And that random act of kindness, I don't want you to wait till Valentine tomorrow. You know, Valentine is just a day that we are celebrating love, really. Do you understand that? Even those people are going to the extreme because they don't have a full understanding of it. But the way it's supposed to be, every day is meant to be a Valentine. You understand? And Valentine is not just for opposite sex. It's not just for you. Are, no, no. It's for human beings. You are meant to show love to people. Praise the Lord. You are meant to do what? To show love to people. When, you, when that becomes you, then it will not be difficult to show love to your wife and your husband. If you are in love itself and you have developed the habit of loving people, it won't be a big issue showing love to people. Praise the Lord. Showing love to your wife, showing love to your husband. So what we are going to do is that we are starting now. Random act of kindness. Someone that you don't know. Or it might be someone you know, but the person is not expecting it. It might be, um, it might be a recharge card. It might be an alert. You know Nigerians like alerts. Uh, it might be an alert. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Get their phone number, I mean, get their account details and send them the money. You know, it, might, it doesn't have to be much. Whatever you can afford, but make sure that you pick people that they don't expect it. They are not somebody that maybe you are not in any romantic relationship with them. And please show them that love. And don't wait till tomorrow. Start today. Start when? Now. Start today. Start today. If there's somebody you've been seeing, he's been wearing the same shirt, or he needs, you know he needs help, he needs food, he needs whatever they need, please do something about it. Praise the Lord. Stop greeting people. I'm using all this uh, Christian jargon, and uh, God bless you, God bless you. Stop, stop that. Praise the Lord. You have to stop that. Instead of the God bless you, shake their hand and put some new notes of 1,000 naira in their hand. You understand? Just drop some money to people. Send money. Give people money. Give them any how you can help. Maybe an advice, a counsel. Praise the Lord. Are we going to do that? 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 So don't say Valentine, people should give me. No. Ask, what can I give? And what can I be a blessing to? That's the way to have more out of life. And God will give you a more experience in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Can we appreciate God? Can we clap? For